0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio.
1: We're in First Corinthians, chapter one, verse two. Corinth was a giant cultural melting pot, and it had a great diversion of wealth and religions and intellect and moral standards. It also had a reputation of being fiercely independent and certainly as decadent as any city in the world. The Romans, they destroyed Corinth in 146 BC after a rebellion. But in 46 BC, the Roman emperor, Julius Caesar, he rebuilt it because of its strategic seaport. So by Paul's day, AD 50, the Romans had made Corinth the capital of Achaia, which is present day Greece, by the way. It was a large city. It offered Rome great profits through its trade as well as its military protection of its ports. But the city's prosperity made it also ripe for all sorts of corruption, Idolatry flourished, and there were more and more uh, issues and struggles for that city. There there was uh, a dozen pagan temples employing at least a thousand prostitutes. The prostitutes in other cities, they were actually called Corinthian girls because of the fame of prostitution in Corinth. In verse 2 of our text today, it says, To the assembly of God, which is in Corinth, those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called saints, with all who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ in every place, both theirs and ours. To the assembly of God, to the church. You see, Paul was addressing them all, corporately and individually. It seems no one was going to be excused from the accountability and the responsibility that comes with a redeemed life and with belonging to a family of God, the family called the Church. Now it was the Church of God. This means it was and is His Church, not ours. It is both a gift and a responsibility to be a part of His Church. But He is and always will be the head and the pilot. I as a pastor am merely an under-shepherd. A sheepdog, we like to call us. From the beginning, Paul declares his position. He calls these people both sanctified and saints. Now, both of these terms have rather substantial ramifications that simply cannot be ignored. To be sanctified means to be set apart for the exclusive use. Quote, unquote, again, set apart for exclusive use, end quote. in this case, that is for the use by God our Father. Such a concept has been almost lost in today's modern church. In fact, it's truly rare to meet such a person today. But nevertheless, Paul places all individuals in the church on that equal and demanding plane of accountability. He says, called to be saints. Now, If you're not sure today of your specific and personal calling, you can be sure of this one. You are called to be a saint. This word does not mean perfect. And in the sense of the modern use of the word, uh, like what we believe perfect is. However, those who believe, hey gang, we're called to live like it. And, And that's what they're trying to bring out here with the use of that term. This is a simple idea, one which, again, seems to have been lost as the church is saddled up next to the world today. Verse 3 says, grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this is Paul's common greeting, and it begins with grace, as in common Greek greeting, and peace, which is a common Jewish greeting. Paul may have been writing to the church in Corinth, but perhaps he had an inkling that, hey, maybe his letter would one day have a wider appeal. Grace is the free and unearned love and favor we receive from God. It's a gift we don't deserve. It's a gift we can't earn. Grace is rightfully placed before the peace in this greeting. Why? Because without grace, there'll never be any peace. God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. So right from the beginning of this letter, Paul was establishing the tone and the direction in which he was heading. You see, this letter was and is for believers. And Paul establishes that relationship and a relationship he bases upon that direction. Christ is the Lord, whether we choose to receive him in that role or not.